0: So you wanna a show for writers, for writers da,
1: da, da, de, da. Welcome back to So You Wanna, a show for writers by writers. If this is your first time listening, So You Wanna is a brand that Elle and I, Meg, created to give back to this incredible indie author community. It's designed to be a space where writers can chat, hang out, and generally just be.
0: Yep, and we believe that the world needs more books. Specifically, it needs your books, and we want to help make that happen.
1: Like I said, I'm Meg. I'm a romance author. I write swoon-worthy romance for fantasy and rom-com lovers. And
0: I'm Elle, a contemporary romance author. And today, we're going to be talking about the difference between erotica and romance, and I guess also how they're similar. I mean...
1: You can't have one without the other. That's not true, actually. I read. No, I heard it when it came out. <laughs>
0: well, I well, I was going to say, I just read two books this year. Uh, one called Big Swiss by Jen. Oh, I want to say her last name is Began. Um, I might be a little, I might be wrong. But if you look up Big Swiss, you'll be able to find it. And also um, Acts of Service and both would i would classify them as erotica just based on what erotica is and uh but neither of them are romances neither of them have the telltale happily ever after they are both general fiction
1: big swiss is by jen Began. maybe okay Began. it's like b-e-a-g-i-n i think yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and then I think and the other one access service. I don't know what that is, but uh, it's by Lillian Fisher. I want to say yeah, but you can DM that to me later. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my love language is access service. How dare you?
0: <laughs> they were both really interesting, but they're definitely not. Uh, they definitely are not like romances in the sense that all romances have a happily ever after. Oh, so. they're
1: sad. No, they're not sad. They're almost like. They're just like a self-exploration journey. Yeah, sort of. it's
0: definitely a yeah. lot of self-exploration. And I wouldn't say that they're sad. It it just doesn't you don't end. get that. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't get the happily ever after. Big Swiss was incredibly well written. It was yeah. so interesting. Um, mostly I think it's just because it was from the perspective of a middle-aged woman who was, you know, going through stuff. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I think it was just a very interesting time to kind of I don't know, I just, I think middle age can be a very interesting time where I think a lot of people feel like their life is over, yet in this book it's almost like uh, there was a bit of an awakening in middle life. And I think that that was just kind of, like, really well explored.
1: That sounds really interesting. And lately, I think we talked about this on our last episode, but I've been into general fic books, like, not, like... I mean, I love the romantic element. Uh, you know, yeah. normal people is not a romance, but it is about two people that just keep crossing paths. You know, and yeah, I that is currently my favorite book, which is insane mm-hmm. to say considering how obsessed I am with other books. You know, yeah,
0: you're normally a, a
1: romantic kind of gal. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and and never say never I also like Casino Royale that is not a happily ever after well all of all of the James Bond novels by Ian Fleming they're none of them are happy uh <laughs> but I I've been really into books that are more about I guess making you think um I picked up a new book uh J uh can't speak Daisy Jones in the six yeah
0: yeah yeah. that's really uh, uh, quite popular right now
1: oh my god i've started it so good
0: yeah Um, she's a really good author i read the seven husbands of evelyn hugo Mm -hmm. and also it's a novella and it's called evidence of the is it called evidence of the affair Mm -hmm. something like that or letter yeah evidence of the affair and it's like told as stories or as letters like back and forth it's really good yeah really good she's just an excellent writer
1: Yeah. The point is, I might look into these books. Um, We'll see. We'll see. I have so many books to read, though. Like, I don't even... I'm glad this isn't, like, our our live show. Because, (laughs) like, if you looked at my TBR behind me, like, you would just be disgusted. I I look at my shelves, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I am pretty sure
0: 80% of these books have been unexplored, unread.
1: Well, it's hard because... It's hard because we run a show for writers by writers. So we pick up indie authors a lot. Um, but then like you read other uh, you know, books, yeah. you know, that come out. Um, and then your bestie tags you in bookstagram shit, like dude. I'm sorry, who is the orders person? and now you have kiss me, Mia Moore on your on your fucking delivery list this week. <gasps> uh you know, uh <laughs> so Oh, just I just have to say that one
0: with all like the witch books that that person recommended I haven't yeah. looked back at it but I'm very excited to go through because there were a few covers that caught my attention I was Listen, like oh
1: I just bought my body weight in witch books um I go through these like spurts of them but I yeah like I am ready for October like I know that it is July 1st today <laughs> But I listen. The Halloween shops are going to open soon. I'm ready. My body my is goodness. ready. When
0: when I visit, when I went to visit you, I think we went to the Halloween shops
1: a few yeah, times. So. We did. <laughs> that, I still want that cow mask. I think I'm going to get it this year. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to wear. I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm just going to like show up in my sexy cow costume. <laughs> <laughs> like For our listeners, you're... it's a it's a realistic mask. It's like the size of a cow head. It's not. It might be a bull. I think it had horns. It did it have horns? It had horns, right? Yeah. Is it a bull? I think it might have been a bull. Well, I'm going to be a sexy bull. Listen, I'm what you might call a city rat. <laughs> I don't know. Animals. I just love them. okay let's get into it nobody (laughs) wants to know about my weird Halloween costume (laughs) okay so I think there's definitely some confusion between what is a romance and what is an erotica because these two genres often cross that said there are also readers who enjoy romance but want to skip explicit scenes you know there's The number one thing to know is that erotica is not just a trope. It is a whole genre of books. So as writers, knowing the difference is important so that you are labeling your work properly. Now, just because a book has explicit content, or even has a
0: lot of explicit content, doesn't necessarily make it erotica. So let's take a closer look at these two genres as well as their intersections.
1: So a quick review of romance. Romance itself is a pretty misunderstood genre. Romance, at its core, has a love story as the central plot. That seems simple enough, um, and if that's all that someone thinks that, you know, is the only criteria for a romance, you know, it's easy to see why they might think that the similarities found in most romance novels come from a place of laziness or lack of skill or creativity on the writer's part, whatever. Um, but there are additional elements to take into consideration.
0: Mm-hmm. So in a romance, the story must have a happily ever after. So that's just part of it. You can't Mm -hmm. get away from it. If you're wanting to walk the traditional publishing route, some publishing houses are so strict about this that even if you're writing a series, each individual book has to end with a happily ever after or they won't accept it. But, you know, note, this is not every single publishing house. It's just Mm -hmm. some of them. So whenever you are querying, you need to make sure that you're aware of that.
1: Right. And then two, the external plot plotline uh, must simultaneously bring the couple together and force them apart. It can't be simple geography either. There must be a valid reason for the main characters to think that they can't have a relationship. And usually distance is not enough unless something else dictates that a long distance relationship won't work.
0: Number three is that there can be no cheating. This might seem obvious and easy enough, but pretty much anything with someone outside of the main pair is off limits. That includes a romantic scene with a previous partner even before the couple meets or a one night stand with someone else when the main pair isn't in a defined relationship yet. Of course, another big note here, if you're writing a harem or a verse harem or threple or polyamorous relationship, etc., that does not count as cheating as long as it's clear that those are, like, in the relationship guidelines.
1: And number four is tropes matter. No matter what you think of for your romance, it's going to fall into some already existing trope. This might have you scratching your head a bit, but it's something to keep in mind for romance readers, uh, romance authors, and people who accuse romance as being cliched and formulaic. It is impossible to avoid tropes. And it's not because the authors aren't trying to be original. It's because we love our definitions. Enemies to lovers and friends to lovers are both tropes. So right off the bat, you have to write one or the other, right? And either they get along at the beginning or they don't. There's really nothing else, unless you're doing like strangers to lovers. But you know, (laughs) that's something that they they either either like each other or hate each other. It's like no matter what you do, you automatically fall into that definition. Nobody just meets and bounces straight into sex. Well, (laughs) nobody but fire signs just meet and bounce straight into sex. (laughs)
0: it's me hi um (laughs) something to keep in mind is that it's not a bad thing that you're putting your personal touch on a trope romance readers are very particular and they look for those keywords they can pinpoint what novel they want to read
1: right and the important thing to take from this is if the primary plot of a novel is a love story right and if it follows the rules then it's romance
0: Mm -hmm. and that is no matter how much or how little sex there is in it Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's very true well I think this is a great place to take a break when we come back we will discuss what makes erotica erotica (laughs) are you thinking about starting a podcast then you need anchor that's the app we use Anchor is a
0: podcasting platform that gives you the power to create content on your terms. The best part, it's
1: free. So what are you waiting for? Start recording your show today.
0: We're back. Before the break, we talked about what makes a romance a romance and how the, and how they're, oh my God. Try again. (laughs) This is going to be fun for you to edit. Yeah, okay. Hi, future Meg. Please don't hate me. Yeah, we're back before the break. We talked about no,
1: we- do it again. <laughs> Come on,
0: <laughs> we are
1: back. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. We're back. Before the break, we talked about what makes a romance a romance and how there are intersections with the erotica genre. Now we are going to dive into what makes an erotica novel erotica. (laughs) Spoiler, it's probably not what you think it is. Let's start with what erotica isn't. We've already said what a romance is, and a romance is not an erotica. Furthermore, if a story has a lot of sex in it and doesn't pass the test for romance, it is not by definition erotica. A good bulk of erotica is heavy on sex and doesn't really pass as a romance. But again, that's not why it is at that genre.
1: (laughs) To sum up Elle's muddled thought, (laughs) erotica is about sexual discovery by that i don't mean that at least one of the characters is a virgin okay i just i don't mean that (laughs) an erotica doesn't need to start at that point any more than a romance must start when the main characters meet a couple who's been married for 50 years will tell you that just like most things in life sex is something that is perpetually changing Our identities change, our comfort levels change, our interests change, our bodies change. That is a central theme for erotica.
0: It can be a new partner or a new sex act, or it can be the same partner they've had for years and they're just doing what they've done before, but this time it's unique in some way. Just because you've been with someone for years doesn't mean that you
1: can't explore new things and have new awakenings some people also say that an erotica has to have romance in it but that's not true either romance can be a subplot but it doesn't have to be if it's a story of sexual discovery it's erotica
0: so an erotica regardless of length focuses on sexual discovery and romance focuses on the love story can both of these elements exist within the same novel yes of course But one is going to be the whole point of the story, so to speak. And that's going to be the primary genre.
1: Too long, didn't read. I know this is a listening show, but too long, didn't read. Romance equals love story. Erotica equals sexual awakening. And I think something that often pops up with this conversation
0: is what about erotic romance? Okay, you got us. That's the thing. But you will be surprised to learn that erotic romance is actually just romance. <laughs> and yet again, a novel doesn't become erotic romance simply because it's heavy on sex. And erotic romance is a love story where the love develops through sexual discovery. So a famous example is Fifty Shades of Grey, where the whole plot is working towards their happily ever after. But obviously, we see that sexual discovery and awakening.
1: For readers, we know how frustrating it can be to prefer a closed door or sweet romance and then find yourself reading a novel full of explicit content that you weren't expecting. Um, and then you have to flip through and you wonder why the author didn't just put it under erotica. There is a reason why often writers don't use the erotica genre or subgenre. And that's because Amazon's algorithm isn't as kind to that genre um even though erotica exists you know writers tend to be hesitant to add it in erotica is still incredibly taboo and some books get unfairly dungeoned as a result Mm -hmm. so the best thing that you can do is check out the author's
0: instagram most authors are pretty forthcoming in their posts about what to expect in their novels and that includes whether it's open door or not whether it's erotica romance some kind of combination of the two so that's the best place to go
1: and you can always put a trigger warning at the start of your books. Mm-hmm. Um, I put yeah. one in my book that says, "Hey, there are, you know, explicit sex scenes in here." Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's it's nicer word. it's nicely worded, but that's yeah. what it says. That's the gist of it. Yeah, for sure. So again, this is just a full recap, you know, uh but romance is a love story, erotica is a sexual awakening.
0: And both can exist together in one book, but to decide which category it belongs in will be dependent on the overall goal of your novel.
1: That was super fast and sweet. And I think that's all we have to say today. I love it. Love it. Well, if you have forgotten, I am very offended (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm Meg. I'm a romance writer. I write fantasy. I write rom-com. You can find my work on Amazon at, um, Amazon slash me- uh, author Megan Alexandria. I know my links and you can follow me on Instagram at author Megan Alexandria. See what I'm up to, see what's coming out, uh, connect with me, watch our show, all the goodies.
0: And I'm Elle. I'm a contemporary romance author. I currently have one book out, Kalorglin, and that's available on Amazon. But to see the full collection of my works, follow me on Instagram at Elle My website is in my bio, and that is where you can find all things me, including my Goodreads, where I do reviews, my TikTok, uh, Twitch, which Meg and I are hanging out there a lot lately, and we're having lots of fun. So yeah, just
1: uh, check me out. <laughs> we will be back next week with all new podcast where we will talk all about our experiences collabing and the etiquette that goes with that. Same time, same place. We want to see you
0: there. So, you are now a shuffle writer's, for writers. Da-da,